name's Sid Garza Hillman, and this is what I think. Hello to Johnny, so glad to see you. Hello to Amanda, so glad to see you too. Um, did you guys, do you know, if anybody knows that song, anybody who knows that song is twitching right now, that I can guarantee. That's from uh, Music Together, the kids' music class. All three of my kids I took to that thing. That was my thing. That was my, Lisa didn't do it. She didn't, no interest, and frankly, I wouldn't have let her because it's my thing, my thing. Uh, took the kids to the classes, but that's the upside because it's great for rhythm and creative and fun. The downside, now 10 years later, in my brain, cannot get those songs out of the sandpiper, sandpiper running in the sand. <clears throat> I was so into music together, at, twins by the way, so one on each knee, that was the second round. My first kid I already done and then the second time with the twins. Uh, and I was so... I. Was do I'm you know every week never missed I was just there all the time, and finally the instructor who was doing it for years was thinking about not doing it anymore. In fact, I think don't think she does anymore. And she said to me, she approached me, she's like, "Would you be interested in in you know becoming a music together instructor?" And I was like, "You know what? No, no, and no." I said it slightly more respectfully than that, but I was like, "No." These songs are already burned in my brain and have taken up more real estate than I would ever want. And the last thing I need is to just cement that thing so that forever I'm just mumbling that under my breath on the streets of, you know, Kansas City. Mm. People handing me change, loose change. That's my future if I were to have taken that job. Speaking of songs, uh, you guys know, this is no surprise, I'm a big fan of Cardi B. You guys know that. I did an episode, I think I just entitled it Cardi B. This is in the beginning, love what Sid thinks. Like it was one of my first episodes. I love Cardi B. Love her. I don't love her. I love her music. For all I know, she's who knows. You know, I don't know what she does personally. We, we've talked about that a lot. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to know because then I can't like her because that's the thing. So nothing. Don't tell me anything about Cardi B. I'll tell you what I do know about Cardi B. I know enough from listening to her songs. Good lord. So my daughter and I both like her uh, Luna's 16 and she she likes Cardi B and I like Cardi B and that's kind of a thing that we have so we were driving we had to do a road trip a quick one for the resort so I took Luna with me down to uh, do a nearby nearby city it's about two and a half hour drive so she when the car she's like you know Cardi B just dropped a new uh, single and I was like well let's do this I think the most the single before that was a song called Press which is freaking amazing it's incredible so i was like okay ring and each one has gotten better she's just getting better this one's called wap i said let's listen to the wap uh, i'm not even going to say what wap stands for now i know and i would prefer any song from music together to undo the knowledge that i have now about what wap stands for in this song we proceeded to listen to the song um, and all I can say is listen to it unedited, un, you know, not censored. All I can say about Cardi B is she, she won. She has won with this song. She has won. I don't know what the contest is necessarily or that she's fashioned herself to be a part of. I don't know whatever, but she won it. She won it. 
So you know there's this, like a little E by the song if it's explicit? Good, right? Makes sense. E, explicit. This should have another whole category, and I need to figure out who to get in touch with to pitch this idea. So you've got your non-E, which is for everybody's listening, and then you got your E for explicit. Then I think you should have a C. This is my idea. C, by the song, which means don't listen to this song with your children because it's super awkward and uncomfortable. It's a long, I would have to redo the words, but something like that. C stands, you know, PG-13, parental guidance for kids under 13. You know, C, don't look at or listen to this thing with your kids. Now, if you think listening to this, I mean young kids, you got another thing coming. I mean, if I'm 80 and my daughter's 45, I still don't ever want to be in the position that I was in that car listening to that song at 80 and they're 45 and they might have a house and a family and 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 they're responsible and they pay taxes. I don't ever want to listen to a song with my child at any age, that song ever again. Okay. And I'm not saying it's a bad song. I'm just saying that I don't ever want to repeat. Mm. So then from the road, I called Lisa and I said, Hey, you got to listen to Cardi B's new song. It's very timely. I said, it's a really, I think you'll want to listen to it. Like it's really makes sense given the times we're in. And that was my setup. And then I hung up and then I said, okay, just let's just count our minutes now till she calls back. WHP, go listen to it for yourself. Okay, so thank you everybody um, who Patreons me and who reviews me for better, for worse. And for, I don't, I don't really want to thank the people who give me a bad review because that's not very nice. Okay, so I'm not going to thank you. I'm just going to thank people who give me nice reviews. I think that's reasonable. No, because all reviews are good because it ups your chances and it gets you more visibility on iTunes. Don't care. Never have. And now I don't care that I don't care. I used to worry that I don't care. Now I don't care that I don't care. Am I growing, devolving, or evolving? I don't know. Uh, the small steps or steppers launch is rolling. Thank you for being patient last week with the with the with the announcement about that. The six part video series is now unrolling. It's unrolling. The first one came out yesterday, and so on and so forth. If you don't know anything about that, go to smallsteppers.com. Okay, get your name on the thing, and you'll get on the thing. Or go to sidgarzahelma.com and get your mailing list there. I'm just announcing it everywhere. It's a six part video series leading up to the relaunch of the brand new upgraded on every level. Uh, program 12-week program and it's going to be fun you guys fun i promise you that okay i am rereading among other things i'm reading a lot of books right now okay i'm reading a lot of books i got i got the run of the gamut reading a book on the vagus nerve and i and i don't mean the vagus v-a-g-u-s which is the like largest nerve in our body and 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 connects the bi- microbiome like the bacteria in our gut to our brain and everything it's amazing and sort of sort of like stimulating the vagus nerve is that is the calming down it's what happens when you deep breathe i don't mean that vagus nerve i mean the vagus v-e-g-a-s the las vegas nerve that's what i mean mm. i'm kidding i meant the first one i'm reading a book on the vagus nerve i'm reading um magic mountain by Tom- thomas mann i'm reading some heavier non-fiction but fiction also so but then i thought well i'm also going to have a fun one which i'm rereading jitterbug perfume which is one of my favorite novels and it's not it's not fluff it's like it's just it's just the writing is so it's just he's got his own thing going and i always appreciate that that's why i like cardi b singularity i like singular voices that's what i like I like that but i found a quote i was reading reading this and i found a quote and i was like that's that's yes that's what i'm talking about and you said it better than i did and so screw you for that tom robbins 
Here's a quote. A person must be prepared to find wisdom or else it will do him more harm than good. I'll say it one more time and I'll read it better. A person must be prepared to find wisdom. See how I emphasize prepared? A person must be prepared to find wisdom or else it will do him more harm than good. And I thought that's so great. It encapsulates what I talk about with people who who sort of the quick fix. If you don't get your, I'm, I'm in the relaunch frame of mind right now. So I'm thinking about like, I, I had to, my team with my marketing team that I worked hired and said, how do we do this right? They were like, you gotta like really nail down like what it is you do. And I've, I've done it for years, but I wanted to like really simplify it. So I was like, this is the backdrop and all those things you guys, guys already know. But anyways, it is getting your head on straight so that you don't get caught up in the, you know, a diet, which is in a sense knowledge. But if you don't have the backdrop of who you are and those things principles and standards and sort of how you want to live your life really nailed down th- those things can actually cause you harm then that's the yo-yo dieting thing you feeling like a failure that's because you weren't mentally prepared for bringing in new knowledge that's why people who are over-informed about nutrition time and time again they know they know too much they forgot how to live well they're just deep in the rabbit hole of this one thing and they know too much and they weren't they didn't have a context then to say, okay, now I'm ready to bring this in. Everyone wants to jump to the thing before getting ready to jump into the thing. See how, so I meant, see how when I made the point that he said it better than I did. That's why I just rambled and he didn't. He's like a person must be prepared to find wisdom or else it will do him more harm than good. Mm. Now that's, I would say, or else it will do him or her more harm than good. So I think Tom Robbins thinks that women shouldn't ever or are never ready for wisdom that's that's my take on this i don't know i can't prove that never met the man never met them don't want to don't want to meet cardi b don't want to meet tom robbins and this is by the way tom robbins not tony robbins don't get those two tony robbins quote was like go for it or something i don't know i don't know i don't i don't know tony tony robbins and i I don't know him but i also don't know his work you know who does the no media athlete Matt Frey loved Tony. He loves Tony Robbins. I don't know. I don't. I can't speak against him because he's probably excellent. I just don't. I literally don't know anything about Tony Robbins. I know he's big. He's tall. He's a very tall man. He has a very big. There's a lot of white brightness in his mouth area. That's what. That's what I know. Um, a life by choice. I want to talk about a life by choice. And again, I've been thinking about this a lot in terms of encapsulating what I do. And I and I do that because, yeah, I want to bring pe- more people into the fold in terms of my program and things like that. But mostly I want to, as I'm coaching people, want to be able to simplify things because the world is becoming increasingly chaotic. I think we can agree on that. And, and I think even my first book, you know, which is, you know, nine years, eight years, seven years old, what, math, what? But, you know, seven years old, but it was about approaching the natural in a way of of simplifying life is to bring simplicity or I'll put it this way, have an ethic or a a backdrop, however you want to look at it, a move or sort of a constant effort, I'll put it that way, to, to, to bring in, to simplify, to bring simplification in, to sort of always go, the chaos is not going to overtake me. The world is becoming increasingly chaotic and I am in this place of of a strong position 
to, to counter that whenever I possibly can with simplicity. That means in a more chaotic social media kind of thing, um, you know, having more awareness so that you appreciate the, the, the family that's in your home <laughs> or like close to you, like the simple, like bringing back the simple things in the chaos of this nutrition factors is this nutrition fact and this blah, blah, blah eating a little more naturally, just simplifying sometimes, not having to cook the most complex thing of like eating simply sometimes. It just always sort of a simplistic mindset. There's a good book, pretty good book uh, called Essentialism. It's kind of that idea. It's like to just bring into your life a, an ethic, a choice of simplicity. Um, and, and so I, in, in my thinking of that, I thought that many of our, much of our desires, many of our desires, boil down to how much choice we both actually have and think we have. I mean, this is really about choice. And I mean, look, I'm a nutritionist and, 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 you know, when I was working squarely in that realm and I've been having a really good time, by the way, with my first running client who I'm working with nutritionally as, as well too. I really like that. So I'll probably start to ramp up the running coaching thing. Um, just because it's, I like it. So I took on one client and thought, let me see how this goes. And, and, uh, it's been really good. I really enjoy the marrying of the nutrition and the running and everything else. It's all kind of a part of a thing. Anyway, that's is sort of an aside, but, um, how much choice, how, how much choice, you know, we actually have and, and we think we have, um, and, but so what I was saying is that nutritionally speaking, a lot of when people would come to me with, with their self-described problems of let's say binging or overeating things like that it's because they were that's what people refer to as mindless eating is because it's not a choice in the moment it's not a choice and how that conflict of of being able to it's it, it speaks to our complex nature human beings complex natures is 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 how we can at once be doing doing acting in the world but really have it not be a choice, which is kind of odd when you think about it. And maybe there's animals that do that too. I just can't speak to that. Don't know and don't care. I don't care about the deer, you know, like they come on my property and they eat stuff. Like, I don't care. Um, they asked me and I was like, I don't care. Uh, my daughter feeds a deer. She puts out food for a deer because we have a horse. And so she feeds the horse and then she puts out some food for a deer in a pink bucket and a pink little dish. And the same freaking deer, her, who now we've named Jessamine, we, Luna named her, I didn't name her, Jessamine, she comes over and I know, we know that about every, every night around 820 because the dog starts to bark at the window and we look out and there's Jessamine coming up and she kind of eats her food and then she kind of lands, she goes off on her way. She just, that's where her thing is. Um, back to choice, Sid. See, I had no choice in that, in that, uh, little tangent is, is, is like, whoa, where did I go? Can I come back here? Um, but anyway, so I think a lot of our desires in our lives, how we want to live does come down to our ability to make these choices, a, a, a life of choice, the title of this episode, by the way, is certainly externally about choice. Like we we want to know that we we feel better when we have things like freedom of, you know, when we're oppressed as a, when any kind of population is oppressed, it's the removal of choice that essentially what's going on here, freedom of speech, freedom of movement. I think the threat to, or at least the perceived threat, which I actually think it is a real threat, but that's my opinion of, you know, elect the election coming up in the United States of 
you know, trying to suppress votes and things like that. That's speaking to our choice. That's 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 taking our voice away in a sense, or at least making a move or or you know we look at that and say that's what we think you're doing that does not feel good or right we want to be able to have a fair playing field just so that we can make a choice and then in theory we're grown up enough that if we lose we go okay well at least i had a you know we tried and we didn't get our way but it all's fair and and that's how we go so there's external choices to be sure that feed into a happy life there's no doubt but then there's also the internal that i think is my arena more more often than I, as i'm working with people and i'm building choice with people i mean that's what i'm doing I, as i was thinking about this i'm like that's what i'm when i sit when i tell somebody to put a note on a you know on something <laughs> you know i don't want to get too much of my coaching but like if somebody's sort of mindlessly goes to a box of pretzels and they don't want to okay that's the big thing if they want to i don't touch it i'm like go 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 because we can have that conversation but if they say like ah man i i just find myself with a box of pretzels one of my things i'll put like a a note a physical note on the pretzels and i don't coach people to put on that note don't eat these what i coach people to put on that note is do you really want these that and that's absolutely the truth because i just want it to be a choice because when it's a choice then there's no you know there's no guilt and shame and regret afterwards if we the more we can live by choice the more we can be awake in our actions the le- there's just no chance for regret in theory because we're choosing something based on who we really are and and, and we sort of know that deep down but that that part of us doesn't get a voice sometimes in the world is this harder it, yeah it's getting harder and harder the reason why maybe a wild animal you know we don't we have way more choice i'll put it that way in a way we have we have i'll put it this way we have way more to choose from especially in like the in the entertainment scenario in this entertainment world in the nutritional world we have so much to choose from and yet we're not actually making choices sometimes it's it's a more of an addictive reaction it's more of a routine reaction it's not a life of choice how we you know whether what we eat whether or not we exercise how we relate to our family and friends how we present on social media how we interact on social media how we you know spend time on our phones and devices and things like that what percentage of our actions in the world are our choice and and how much are not that are going through the motions in versus directing our motions it's a, it's it's different it's very it can look the same externally. You can see somebody living this way and somebody going to work and doing other things. One person is living a life of choice and one person is not so much living a life of choice. And and we don't need to care about that so much, but ourselves, how, if we can take even a moment to step out and say, well, I'm doing this by choice and this by choice and not this by choice. And, and I find myself at these places doing these things and not sort of being awake to our own lives like that. More choice essentially means more control. I talk about my approach, which I like, and you may not, but I do, as helping people take control of their lives. That's because it's building in what I call in the videos, You'll if you want to watch that six-part thing, but awareness-based habit change. Like It's awareness-based habit change. I don't want somebody to mindlessly build in a habit. I want them to be in charge of what habit they bring in and, and aware during the process 
of making that new thing a habit because more choice means more awareness and more awareness means more control over the day-to-day. Certainly routines serve their purpose. I've talked about that before. We can't think about every single thing that we do, but certainly we can think about it long enough to establish a routine that serves us well so that we then don't have to think about that thing. Like you can say, uh, I have a routine of sitting on the couch doing nothing and watching TV. I want to change that. I'm going to bring in a routine of going going for a walk every day and I'm going to, I'm going to take my time and make it a new routine. And then eventually I get up and go for a walk and I can move on to other things and I don't have to worry about that. And it's great and it serves me well. And while I'm walking, I'm digging things and taking deep breaths and talking to friends or whatever that is. And it becomes a new routine. But certainly there's a necessity of awareness in that transition to allow people to live better. If we, when, when we feel like we're being led with choices made for us, uh, with routines, even helpful or not ruling the day as we proceed in, in, in an almost robotic fashion, we do not fully live. you down and I washed you down and I set aside a silent cry Sprinkle the rain in the faint darkness ahead. Faint darkness ahead.
So I dropped my hands And I dropped everything Kept circling around you Kept kneeling beside you All I remember is you Oh, that wall Then I sprinkled the rain I can't chase from my Sound, the sound, the sunlight